What's so hard for me to accept that? I think that's why with that question, Mm -hmm. I like feel the frustration in it too, because it's hard to just be like, oh my God, really? Okay. This is where, this is where this person is, or this is where these people are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, that's challenging for me to accept and to be with. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That probably makes me like less evolved. No, (laughs) not at all. Second Paradigm, the show where we talk about <laughs> spiritual perspectives on a bunch of different things. I love that. That's our new intro. <laughs> It'll change. It'll evolve and morph, as do we all. Yes. But the current iteration of this is that. <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. We're calling it the Second Paradigm. Yeah, it, I love that change. It just mm-hmm. it just feels good. And I think I might even trim out podcast at the end of the uh, of the video titles and stuff too. Oh. Yeah, I just like saying the second paradigm and then like mm. a show, you know, this is our show. Welcome to our show. <laughs> the David and Miriam show. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> We're just making it up as we go. Right. Isn't everyone? Mm. People don't like to admit that. We were that, talking though. about a song earlier. I was like, man, I have this song stuck in my head from this like rock and roll uh, Seattle orchestra concert we went to. And she's like, oh, yeah, the one she made up. <laughs> she's like, you mean, or she was like, oh, like wrote. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's funny. It's I was like, the oh, same. she did make it up and yeah. she did write it. It's the one she made up. Mm-hmm. She just made it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. So speaking of spiritual perspectives, we got a question. Uh, I want to frame this because I think this question that you're about to hear applies to lots of different spaces and places. And it's essentially like how do you as a spiritual person relate to the rest of the world? So Mm. let's uh, read the question. The question is how to do life slash business with people when we who are at the second paradigm is foreign as fuck to them. (laughs) Mm. Also known as foreign AF for Mm -hmm. those kids that are listening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How to do life and business with people Mm -hmm. who uh, when who we are at the second paradigm is for an AF to them. So people who don't understand my spiritual perspectives. Yes, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. a great question. I think two things come to mind from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. One is being able to own ourselves and be ourselves anyway. Yeah. And two is like a level of understanding, compassion, I mean, compassion ideally, I guess, but for me, it's typically understanding first mm. for what their role is versus our role. Yeah. Like understanding just the larger perspective of like, we're all here to be ourselves and that mm-hmm. looks different and we all have very different values. We're, yeah. we're dealing with different things in different circumstances at different edges. We have different bodily and ancestral and childhood and all of the things programming mm-hmm. that we're pressing through. So even though we are kind of pressing in, I think most people here are pressing into a cutting edge of spiritual technologies and what that looks like, it's not universal. Yeah. And in that there's this recognition that like we're doing something special 
It's the same thing as the car mechanics thing in some ways, Mm -hmm. you know, like this is our gift to the world, similar to like how fixing cars is someone else's gift to the world or like building new space technologies or Mm -hmm. new computer technologies. This is our thing. So how do we as an expert of our field relate to other people who are experts of their field? Mm. You know, yeah, that's kind of the, that's the place where I go first Mm -hmm. because if I'm not in that place, then I'm just a mess. Like if I'm not, <laughs> if I'm not in that place, then I'm like, what the fuck is the people doing? This is ridiculous. Because I think yeah. when I devalue myself and think it's normal or that everyone mm-hmm. should have this, these perspectives that mm-hmm. I have, and I think all of us have spent a lot of years developing and, mm-hmm. and sitting with. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Those are kind of my thoughts. What, are, what What do you think about when you read that question? I'm like, oh, it's so fucking hard and annoying. And why doesn't mm-hmm. everyone just get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, why are we just orbiting truths here? Why aren't we actually talking about what's real? Yeah. Like that's, and, and what's real to me is obviously different than what's real to other people. Mm-hmm. But I want my real to be the real for everyone. <laughs> that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's hard. It's hard. Like knowing where this question came from and knowing more of the, the background there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's challenging to like witness people choose something else like so blatantly mm-hmm. when there's an opening to, to choose so much more. And mm-hmm. that's what I see in living life in the second paradigm and like yeah. what that even looks like and following the energy and trusting soul and doing this work. So it's hard to watch people like orbit and like spin in these cycles where mm-hmm. It's like, hey, (laughs) you know, there's more here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, I like to play in that space. So I know for me, like I need depth like around me. Like I need people that are willing to like go deep and like go to all these like places and have conversations like we had on Friday. For sure. Um, And just be able to like talk about it and just be with the energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't always need like solution based things, but just to be able to like to just be in what's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a, it's a tough space to be in. Mm-hmm. It's a really tough space to be in. I think what I'm kind of scanning for in this moment is like, why is it tough to be around people who don't agree with our spiritual perspectives? I, why is that hard? Yeah. Well, cause it just feeds into the, like not being understood and feeling like alone and, being like, mm-hmm. oh God, nobody gets me. I just shouldn't have said that anyway. Like this mm-hmm. so isn't landing. This like literally bounced off their face. This is so weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I remember when we went to the mm-hmm. carnival <laughs> and the girl asked me if I had chiropractic work done. And I was like, oh yeah, it was the, for the massage chairs. Mm-hmm. I literally, I was like, oh yeah, and NSA, but it, so it's more like energetic chiropractic. It's not really physical adjustments. And it literally bounced off her face. I was like, whoa, that did not. She just went blank for a few seconds yeah. and then like clicked back into her script. script yeah, yeah. It's funny. <laughs> totally, totally. Oh, then you'll love these massage chairs. <laughs> I was like, wait, uh, uh, no. That doesn't make sense. Missed yet. it, homegirl. <laughs> you missed it. Um, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Um, a client of mine right now is going through a transition mm-hmm. with work and career and job mm-hmm. and life and all of those things. And everyone's like, what are you going to do? So what's next? What are you going to do next? What are you going to do next? Huh? Huh? What mm-hmm. are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you don't know what you're going to do. <gasps> or like, oh, must be nice that you don't have to do anything after this, that you can just leave your job. Like, oh, that's a nice that you have that option. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, everybody has that fucking option. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but it's funny. It's interesting to witness because then you end up like not even consciously, but you end up like managing everyone around you. You end up managing their experience of you. And like, I was even saying, I was like, let's just come up with some fucking phony ass, funny scripts that you can like say to people. Mm -hmm. Like you can go as like ridiculous as you want, or you can be like, yeah, like, Oh, I don't know. I don't even know. Well, I was thinking about circus school, (laughs) right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And then just like, Let's just see what happens. You know, it's like, just let it play out because Mm -hmm. like all these, their like internal shit comes up. And this is what happened when I Mm -hmm. moved from uh, Portsmouth to San Diego in 2015. Mm. Everyone was like, where are you going to work? I was like, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I was like, probably a coffee shop. I don't know. I'll just get a job somewhere. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And it was like, not, it was so not a big deal, but I realized that the more that I told people, the more that their shit came up. And I was like, this is so weird. And it was like really a test and like an experience to stay in my own truth and in my own knowing and Mm -hmm. still be like, yeah, it's fine. It's going to work out. It always works out. Yeah. Even the the person, the mentor that I was working with at the time, she was like, you should really start applying for jobs before you come out here. And I was like... It's crazy when your mentor is playing <laughs> into your fears. And I was like, no. I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would I do that? And like, I knew the whole time, I knew my fucking soul's truth was that I would walk into that goddamn coffee shop and I'd be like, hey, are you guys hiring? And I didn't know it, if it would be a yes or a no, but mm-hmm. like they were. She's like, oh my God, I just posted an ad on Craigslist. I was like, of course you did. Mm-hmm. Went in for the interview. What's your sign? What's your favorite color? I'm that's a what Sag. what she asked, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was funny. like, I'm a Sag. I like teal. She's like, that's perfect. That's her dress code. We've yeah. never hired a Sag before. This is great. Funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, it's it's interesting when you start solidifying into your own and like feeling the collective pushback and then like also Mm -hmm. watching these people run on these bullshit programs Mm -hmm. of like oh well i'm a this and you like identify as your job position Mm -hmm. because you have a false sense of safety and security within that Mm -hmm. and what we're dismantling and all the work that we do with everyone is that like yo you're safe now like mm-hmm. you don't need the job to be safe. You don't need the thing to have your like sense of safety and security. It's already fucking here. Mm-hmm. Like leave the job, see what happens. Oh, you're still safe. Yeah. And like, that's what we end up dismantling with so many people. It, it's like this. And it's because we fucking went through it when we lived at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. It was like everything had to go in order for us to really know that we were truly safe and truly safe, taken care of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your eyes are popping out yeah and then and then to build from that place yeah because it is it's false and then when you when you have these conversations with people and like stuff's bouncing off their face which is just so funny i want someone to make like a friggin boomerang of that mm-hmm. <laughs> of like words bouncing off people's faces and their blank stares mm-hmm. you like see right through it all you're like, whoa, this is this is what they're running. They're running this program. And like, this is what the world runs. The world mm-hmm. runs on this program. This, it's not even real. Yeah. And we've all bought into it on some level. I definitely did when I worked in corporate America. Mm-hmm. I thought I had to like work a gajillion hours and prove myself and holy shit. Yeah. I was so far out of alignment. Yeah, it's crazy how soul presses us into like learning that we are safe 
and that starts to break apart our like first core driver of like, mm-hmm. I need to do A, B, and C in order to survive. I think that's where most of us yep. start life. Yep. And then it's crazy how soul starts to break apart emotions and money mm-hmm. and material things. Yeah. And it's like neither of those neither of those things or those like chasing those things, whether you're chasing things for emotion or whether you're chasing them for a, a grander material reality actually have anything to do with who you're becoming or what mm-hmm. you're here to do. And it's crazy challenging those things because those are the core assumptions of most people. Yeah. That's what this reality is built on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when I look at things like this, like I'm really trying to feel into it. Like, what is it? Like, why does it actually hurt so bad when people don't get us? Why does it actually suck? Like, why is it so hard when, when like our truths bounce off? Like, why can't we just see our value, see what we're doing? But I think it's just a new, it's a very new perspective. I mean, I remember first sitting with that tradition culture cutting edge thing after it came through a Mm -hmm. couple months ago, a month and a half ago in the channel night. And that totally reshaped and reframed the way I think about not only Mm. our lives, but like everyone's lives. Yeah. Seeing how everyone fits in like, oh, their tradition. That's so important to hold together our, Mm -hmm. the fabric of society. So like money still exists tomorrow. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Money still works tomorrow. (laughs) Thank goodness. Banks still exist. Like, thank goodness. These systems still exist. Thank goodness. Government workers wake up and go do their jobs. Like, thank goodness. My mail still gets here. Mm -hmm. All of these things. You're so much more forgiving and compassionate than I am. I'm like, I want everyone on the cutting edge. I realize that wouldn't work, but those are the people that I want in my world and my orbit. For sure. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I'm a hundred percent on board with that, but I don't want this whole world to be cutting edge. Ah, see, I do. I want them to be what we are being with, but then we're going to be pressing further into cutting edge anyway. Yeah. Like there, there's always that distribution of people who are helping to enact change in the long term culture. Yeah. People who are helping to prototype the next wave of change, cutting edge, and mm-hmm. the tradition that's like, let's build a sustainable reality. Let's- like, <laughs> prove it to me that this is actually a good mm-hmm. change. And culture's job is to prove that. You know. Yeah. And and like, our well, job let's is keep to, George Washington's yeah. face on the dollar bill. We can't change that. Yeah. <laughs> that feels like tradition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, really what feels like tradition is like, you want us to reprint all these motherfuckers? <laughs> Do you know how many George Washingtons are out there? You know what's going to happen if we change this thing? Yeah. That was a crazy concept when I went to like the mint place. I forget where it was mm-hmm. with my dad when I was little and watched them print money. Mm. The, whatever that place is called, the money printing place. I was like, wait, you can just print more? Mm-hmm. This is insane. It's is just insane. so, it's so made up. Yeah. But then the mechanics there of how we use this made up thing to run our society, that's pretty fixed. Like <laughs> yes. you can't just print unlimited money because then money's like worth nothing, you know, yeah. because then like every dollar's worth 50 cents and you're like whoa that sucks i saved fifty thousand dollars now it's worth twenty five thousand dollars why did i even save all that money and Mm -hmm. like it's interesting how tradition actually preserves things and the more that i see tradition culture cutting edge i go oh everyone's just playing their role yeah oh it's so hard for me to accept that i think that's why with that question Mm -hmm. i like feel the frustration in it too because it's hard to just be like oh my god really okay this is where yeah. this is where this person is, or this is where these people are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's challenging for me to accept and to be with. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That probably makes me like less evolved. No, not <laughs> at all. Because there's an emotional human element to it, and like I think you're willing to acknowledge that. You're willing to acknowledge like what that feels like internally. Yeah. 
because it sucks. It's uncomfortable. It sucks to not be the norm. Just as a body, that's not something that you you want to do. Yeah. And to like watch your family or friends or people that were sure. close to you at various points Slowly in your drift. life. Yeah, not get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then still, as we're still living this life and choosing the things that we're choosing, it's like, I still wouldn't change a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's like crazy to me about it or funny or whatever word you want to use. Yeah. Like that I still wouldn't, I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't be like, Oh, I should really tone it down a notch. And for sure. For sure. Yeah. And I think that's what those evolutionary desires want us to do. Right. That's, that is the whole point. It's like, at least go back to culture, like at least be accepted by the progressive people. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-mm. yeah, <laughs> I think that's the thing that's really calling to be solidified. You know, like yes. when I think about all these things from a soul perspective, it's a fine line to balance because I could go to the extreme and say something like every challenge is here because soul put it there for you. And I don't think that's true. I think that's bullshit. And I hate when those spiritual Ooh. concepts get laid Wednesday's because episode. Yeah, sure. Let's hint, talk about hint, it. Let's, hint. Yeah, sure. I love that. Mm-hmm. I really, really dislike those concepts because everything isn't spiritual, but when there are negative circumstances or really hard, challenging circumstances, soul always has a way to use it to its advantage. And there's always ways to use the crappiness here to find the silver lining and to find huge, profound lessons that help you to become more of yourself. And soul is kind of orchestrating those realizations internally and also other people to be able to help make those things possible. I think a, I think a percentage of our lives are directly orchestrated, but like, are leaves out there like shedding and like falling over the patio? The leaves, yeah. Yeah, like that's not orchestrated by soul so that we can like <laughs> clean up our patio and feel better, you know? Like the, like when you go to to the far extremes, mm. like, oh, these leaves fell on my patio, perfect. It's an orchestration for me to clean up my life. It's like, I, I guess, mm. you know? And if you really are feeling that like, holy crap, this feels really, mm. this feels really significant, then probably, mm-hmm. you know, soul's kind of dropping that in and like, oh, hey, there's other things here too. Like use yeah. this as a metaphor, but I don't think everything's orchestrated because mm. that's intense. That's a crazy, that's a crazy yeah. reality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there is tradition and things are fairly fixed here and thing and there is just body evolutionary hardware There's all of these other factors here because mm-hmm. it's a mix of body and soul here It's a mix yeah. of our biology and everything we've ever been able to do mm-hmm. with the things that are coming yeah. so Yeah, it's it's interesting mm-hmm. But for me, I always go back to this place because it frustrates me too and it's hard for me to be out in the world Which is hard. It's difficult for me to like even post as openly as I want to. I look back at the past year and a half of my Facebook posts and I posted like 20 things like in the past year. It's crazy (sighs) because like the, it's just challenging to, to fully engage and to fully be myself. And that's something I'm constantly working on, (sighs) but it's concepts like these that at least conceptually help me to understand the world. Yeah. And I think that's why I said at the beginning, like, and compassion, but it's like, compassion's hard. It's hard to be like, and I love you. Thank you for being in tradition. (laughs) Thank you for being in culture and not understanding me. So you can really ground this into the reality that's here. Like those, those aren't close. (laughs) Those thoughts are not close when you're in it, but at least somewhat of understanding of like, okay, they're playing their role. Like, oh, they're playing their role. Okay. 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 And I think the invitation is to always like self solidify. Like yes. anytime that's there yes. and that's what the, um, the woman that's leaving her job, that's what we were talking about is mm-hmm. like, just keep being solid in you because mm-hmm. you're not going to find the external validation or like the excitement from someone because mm-hmm. 
especially if you're afraid, then they're, 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 and they're only going to like, I don't know. I imagine they're just going to reflect back to you those pieces mm-hmm. of you that are scared. So then you're like looking literally at yourself in the mirror and you're like, fuck, oh my God, this person's terrified for me. I'm terrified too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's hard when there's not an opening or like it doesn't land and it bounces off their face. And like, I don't know, like it was, it was so cool when we went to the locks, the Ballard locks where mm-hmm. the, the boats go through, it's a boat elevator. Mm-hmm. And we ran into Linda and Roy and mm-hmm when we told them that we were entrepreneurs, Roy was so excited. Mm-hmm. He was like, Oh my God, that's fantastic. He's like, great. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Whoa, that's so cool. It was so cool to get that kind of response mm-hmm. from someone that like was previously in the military. Yeah. Like, it it's just, now retired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just felt, oh, we always have a fruit fly. Boop, Got oh. it. Oh, look at me. Little ninja. Does that make you unspiritual? Cause you killed a fruit fly it. on our, I don't know. On the second paradigm podcast. I'm not a vegan, so I think it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I just like, I don't know. It was just such a cool moment. There's another one. I know. I saw it fly by your face when I killed that one. It like. It's so funny. I know. Like multiply, like threw itself. A bird just flew out the window too. We're like. (laughs) (laughs) The fruit fly like Mm -hmm. threw its consciousness into another fruit fly. Yeah. But but yeah, Roy, Roy loved us. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, and it was cool, and I think it's it helps that we've like solidified more and more into mm-hmm. what we're even doing because I mean yeah. we've just been blindly for the most part blindly following the energy mm-hmm. and like trusting and like betting all of our chips on a soul led life. Yeah, and it's working. Mm-hmm. And I think that's totally the key. Like, how can we really even further solidify into ourselves and own our truth, own who we actually yeah. are, yeah. above everything else? Yeah. Yeah. Let's kick over to audio or not audio only, video only. Video. And uh, yeah, we'll tell some more stories. Talk, okay. talk into it a little bit more. Keep trusting. Keep wait. Keep going. Keep keep trusting. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. And welcome home. <laughs> no, we were gonna start over. Oh. <laughs> I just thought we decided to switch the order. Keep going. Keep trusting. And welcome, welcome home. home. That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>